Hi, Andy Kennedy here from Toyota Hawaii. We're looking today at the, the Toyota Corolla Hybrid 2017. It's got a 1.8 litre uh, petrol engine with an electric motor driving the front wheels. It runs to up to about 100 kilowatts and it has nickel metal high drive batteries like most Toyotas. It has push button start, satellite navigation, it's got no apps like Android Auto or Apple CarPlay fit it. Unfortunately, it's too old for that. Still, it's still got sooner traffic um, updates on it, which is quite handy. It can take up to six Bluetooth phones. It's got dual climate heating. It's got good display in front, which menus uh, available to the driver without looking away to the side. There's three different modes, TV mode, Eco mode and power. The EV mode is handy for short trips under 30 k's, kilometers per hour, where you want to silently move around and not start the engine up. Eco mode allows you to drive with the best economy, but the performance is reduced. Power mode allows you to drive with a bit more spirit, but fuel consumption changes. I'm gonna to try to get into the back seat. Um, Andy's left it in his normal position, which is, uh, He's 6'2", and I'm about to say... We are not going anywhere today, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> there's not much... I don't think there's much leg room for anyone, really, even if you're smaller. Not much leg room. Short trips, very short trips. Um, and my head's on the roof. It's on the roof. I don't feel comfortable. My head has no back support. Oh, my head has no support. I am not comfortable, Andy. <laughs> not comfortable. This is a small hatch. Yep. It's very similar to a normal Toyota Corolla, but you'll see the gear lever is quite a bit different. It has only reverse, neutral, and drive, and B. If you select B, it gives you enhanced brake regeneration of the battery. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I wasn't sure what B was. The, the hatch size is quite reasonable, like a standard sort of uh, small hatch. And quite a bit of room. Here's got uh, a bit of storage underneath here, and it's got the space saver spare tire. Space saver. Any high voltage cables are covered in orange, and the safety features of this motor are pretty intense so that the chances of you being electrocuted is very low. Okay, now we're in the back seat on, sitting on top of the main battery, nickel metal hydride battery, and you'll notice that underneath the rear squab is a panel, plastic panel that covers an orange isolating safety switch. So if there's any major problem with the battery, it can be isolated by disconnecting uh, pulling that out. Now I find this quite unusual to be so easily available to something that rear seat passengers. So what if I do, if I, if I pull that, what happens? Uh, the car will stop. It isolates the battery. Oh yeah. No, put it, it safe. It's we'll... the type of thing you uh, disconnect when working on the battery or high voltage system. Well, and then the little bit of plastic is covering it. 
have not really childproof. Yeah. Okay, rough little drive. I had a go beforehand and I, I found it uh, comfortable to drive, but a bit gutless on acceleration. Pick up. Yeah. Okay, I've driven this a bit already too, so we'll just take it for a small run. One thing that is good about a hybrid is as you engine starts, it's seamless. There's no starter motor coming in. And when under EV electric mode, which it starts off usually, it's very quiet and uh, pleasant for commuting and things like that. When does it kick into the engine? The engine will kick in depending on the vo uh, voltage of the main drive battery, which can vary depending on what mm. state it's in. So we'll be coming in and out as we drive around. So as we drive along here, and if I would back up the throttle, it will turn off. So there'll be no petrol engine running. So it will be either going the electric mode or engine mode, depending on that voltage and how much power I want to acceleration or performance or the petrol. And the petrol in it is? Uh, another uh, thing about this engine, it um, uses 98 uh, octane fuel, which is a bit of a downer, I think. Uh, the new model with it is basically the same drivetrain, the upgraded one. Is got uh, can take 91. Yeah. So nice and quiet around town and feels quite good. Responsive, but nothing special. Just driving around. There's room in the passenger seat, that's quite comfortable. Yeah. It's good for drivers, there's enough room, leg room, uh, if you don't worry about the rear passengers. Yeah. I've found that it's adequate performance, but uh, nothing stuck. As I said before, the over bumps is quite a good ride. Now when I accelerate up to 100k, it's quite noisy, smooth, no gear shifts. So it's quite adequate, but um, nothing outstanding. Yeah. So the main purpose for this vehicle is to, for economy, not for performance. Yeah, it's a bit noisy than the engine is. Yeah. It's quite shocking going from electric to uh, engine. Petrol. Petrol. Like your RAV4 is very smooth and quiet. Yeah, a lot smoother. Yeah. So I think this is ideally suited for round town driving and rather than open road stuff, but you can do both without any worries. It's just round town is the most suitable sort of driving. And that's where the best fuel economy will be obtained. To get the best fuel economy out of the these vehicles, uh, you should try to accelerate using the EV mode only, that's using motor, electric motors, up to uh, say 20 or 30 k's, and then when the petrol switches in, it's already traveling at quite a reasonable rate. And as you come up to a, uh, a slowdown period up front, Try to do it gradually using the engine regeneration to uh, recharge the battery for use later on. By driving this way, not holding up cars, you can achieve four, around four kilometers per litres per 100k, but um, 
it's, it takes kind of a bit of restrained driving to obtain it. Um, people, customers I've talked to have got up to a thousand kilometres per tankful commuting, and that's a 45 litre tank. But mostly they get a bit less than that. Currently, this vehicle, with everyone driving, including staff, it's sitting at 5.1 litres per 100 kilometres, which is quite, still pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. So, um, so summing up, good around town, a little bit noisy on the open road, the engine and the tyres, not good for passengers, but good for... Smaller children maybe in the back. Yeah, very small children in the back. Front seat passengers, fine. But I think for the, uh, the second-hand price of it and the value, uh, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good vehicle to um, to consider.